Hello, and welcome back to Dealing With It, podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast. I am Trish. I'm the mom. My name is Matt, and I am the son. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll be talking about vulnerability. Yes. Um, but before we get into that, Mom, how how's your week been? Uh, this has just felt like a really busy, um, it felt like a busy week, um, but it was good stuff. I got outside, worked on getting my, uh, you know, back patio put together and even had some ladies over, we had our patio cocktail party this week. Oh, nice. Oh, it was really nice, really nice, and just enjoying being outside in nature and and that got, so I'm, I'm still working on the get the patio, you know, cleaned up. Our puppies are, are <laughs> yeah. feeling vigorous this morning. I know, yeah, we're recording so, uh, earlier in the morning because we have, uh, we, we're going to a funeral We're going this to a morning. funeral, and it's actually one that I've, I've been asked to sort of officiate at, and I'm um, a little nervous. I'm going to try and stay in the zone of thinking of others and not going back eight months to the service yeah. uh, where I couldn't speak whatsoever, and yet there's that fear inside of me, that maybe vulnerable feeling uh-huh. today of I need I need this to go off well for others, and so I may have, uh, for the, the time of the service, just yeah. st- get, get out of my own head. Because we, we've talked about it a little bit on this show that um, one of our neighbors passed away, like the you know the house that we're in uh-huh. right now recording uh-huh. this uh, is like my childhood home yeah. and stuff and one of our my life the neighbors i've known my whole life right, that, right yeah, across the street and passed away and so yeah you you've been asked to officially right. is it because you're the are you the the neighborhood funeral <laughs> expert <laughs> i guess people look at me and say you know if there ever is a sad moment she, she ought to be in she charge knows how to get through one <laughs> um but no i um it's in some ways it's because I've had the experiences I've had now yeah. that I've been able to help with with things and so um, when it comes down to who's going to read that I will who wants to who can welcome people I'll take care of that don't you know, because I can't have her worrying about those things because I just remember how I was eight months ago and it's not a good place and she needs to just be able to be in the moment and not be thinking and worrying about others she has to let this sink in so i will take this for her yeah and and shoulder it and that's okay i just wanted to do it with great respect and dignity for for bob the gentleman that will be um, actually yesterday we put his ashes into the ground we interred him into the ground yesterday just the three of us so so once again, I've been up to my uh, shoulder yeah. in somebody else's grave because I was, uh, uh, but I, I mean, it, yeah, I was honored to, to do that for you. Yeah, right. I was honored to do that for your dad. I, in fact, I felt sort of that need to make sure I placed him. Yeah. Um, and it was just maybe because I know t- I need to keep my eye on him or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, make sure he's facing the right and way. And then yesterday I'm up there with, with the late, there were just, uh, Jan, the neighbor, another neighbor, and myself, three of us ladies. And it was sort of like, oh, yeah, no, not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who wants to? Nope, not me. <laughs> oh, well, okay, I'll do that. And then, um, but Jan had asked that the gentleman from the cemetery come over and actually fill in the hole while we watched. And, um, you know, I have to just say, this is Canyon Hill Cemetery, Caldwell, Idaho. The gentleman was so, I just wish I knew his first name, but was so kind and was so gentle about the work he was doing. He was not a guy who was, you'd just say, a grave digger or a hole filler. Right. He was um, a minister up there. He was sympathetic. Yeah. And uh, whereas um, it, it was heart-wrenching for Jan, this guy was so kind and you know he was putting the dirt back in the hole and then he stopped he said now i'm gonna need to step in here and pack the dirt down but he gave her that warning so he didn't just hop in the yeah start know. stomping on the, yeah right yeah. i mean it was so tender and i left just feeling like like uh the world has a lot of good people just one-on-one good people out here yeah the so jan had ordered some flowers uh for the service and on the date, she had written yesterday's date, not today's mm-hmm. date. So there was confusion there. And she hadn't picked up the flowers. And the people from the flower shop in town knew. They didn't know her, but they knew she needed these flowers up at Canyon Hill at 1030 yesterday morning. You know what? I was up there just a tad bit early. 
and up comes the flower van, looking, not even knowing. Well, that, really? Yeah, looking for her. Um, because they just, it would have broken their hearts had her, the flowers not been there yeah. on, at the time they had indicated. And um, so I, I took the flowers and she, she, I mean, it was, she had made, so when Jan had gone into the flower store, she had brought in a, a little vase she wanted used for the flowers. And they had gone ahead and made a second basket for her to take home with her after the service. Oh, wow. Seriously. Yeah. Out of the kindness of their hearts. Um, so again, I was left up there thinking, this is a good, um, I, I want to say a good place, a good town, but I know it's a pretty good state and country and world. Yeah. Given that you just get out there and see it. And it, that gives me those sort of those flashes of kind of some of those things that we experienced when we were going through um, having to deal with with, you dad, know, with yeah, dad with dad's yeah. funeral and and stuff of just how much love just sort of naturally does feel like uh, kind of sprouts up around people who are in a, a vulnerable and and uh, grief right. grief stricken situation right. and, and and it's a connector others totally. can connect to that um, and and can say I. I want to support this woman who I don't really know, but I want to support her uh, during the, these moments that are, you know, so yeah. hard. And I, um, so today is the day of the of this service. And um, so how, how are you feeling about you? Like you're saying, like, you want to make sure that you're doing a good job to honor Bob yeah. and, uh, and to make sure that the Jan is also, um, you know, taken care of i know that sure. you also you're hanging out with her today just yeah to i just keep... i told her last week you won't be alone mm-hmm. after the service i know um you know you may want to sit you may want to rest you may want and that's fine we'll do whatever you say so, but, but you're not going to be alone but at like a, a personal level are you worried that it's gonna spark up some like some of your own sadness um i think or is it more of like i have a job to do and I know how that, much it means I know and that's kind of where I want to go with right, it yeah. but as I think about it I get a lump in my throat um, so there is my vulnerability that's my own sensitivity <laughs> and I can't I can't pretend that it's not in me um, however everything is written out and should I start to fall apart just like at Eric's wedding Matt I'm handing you <laughs> yeah, off so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can just finish it for me yeah for sure um, <laughs> You know, that's the thing is, uh, I may be vulnerable, but I also have my backup. So it's okay. It'll be okay. And, um, but yeah, it's my greatest hope that it is, um, it is all about Jan and Bob and, and, um, and I'm going to try and just get my head in the game Mm -hmm. with that as we go up there. Sometimes you just have to put your own stuff aside to the best of your ability. Um, and that's kind of what I'm hoping to do. For sure. I agree, and when it came to, I mean, I, I was, I don't have a lot of, like, memories of, of you know, they're, they're just, they're neighbors who have always right. been there and stuff, sure. but when I found out he passed and the funeral, if, definitely there's this compelling feeling of, like, I should be there, like, I want to be there for, for Jan, who's still living, and I want to be there because yeah. I think it's important to be remembered, and I want, yeah. you know, him to be remembered yeah, and stuff, absolutely. and so there is that thing of, like, Showing up, yeah. Because there's yeah. a part of me too that's like, when, while we're up there, I'm gonna go visit Dad's sure. site because yeah, that's where he's at as well, yeah. um, and and stuff. So I don't know. It's just weird, but there's that. I don't know. I, it's a there's a strong feeling of like, and maybe I don't think I would have felt that same way had we not gone through this with Dad. But uh-huh. just how how important it is, I think, for someone that is a part of your life in any significant or insignificant way to that you have good feelings for it to, to be remembered right yeah and so yeah. those are the maybe the um, lessons learned coming through a very hard time are of our own um, I don't want to call it silver linings yeah. but it is a way to that we can reach out into a community maybe more fully and with more empathy um, because we can reach out into this community of people who mourn mm-hmm. better and with maybe we're more comfortable because, you know, in a way we earned the, we have the badge. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Gone, we've gone to the rodeo. We, we, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. But, uh, That's the truth. Yeah. So to, to kind of go along with all of this, we, we have been thinking about 
vulnerability this, this, week. this last week. That's it. And I know that our goal was kind of to um, look for maybe areas of vulnerability or um, seeing it in, in others. And for some reason, for, for me, what I found most this week when I was like really looking to see where vulnerability pops up just yeah. in day-to-day life, is to me it was, and in myself as well, noticing like some people are not great at being uh, outwardly vulnerable. Oh. And I have some, um, not too specific, but people that I interact with, uh, let's say five days a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, and not at my house necessarily. No, not at my house. <laughs> um, that um, I I myself have sort of had issues with where I'm like, I don't know what their deal is today. I don't know what it is. Like maybe we just are we brush each other wrong or something. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I am not, I don't enjoy having to spend some time around right. people, uh, yeah. these people. And, um, but what I was noticing this week is like, this person also has a really difficult time, uh, being vulnerable. And so their, you know, behavior sometimes that I feel is abrasive is also now that I'm looking at it, it's like, Oh, I bet there's a lot of other stuff. There's a lot of yeah. things, a lot of blanks that I'm not being that I'm not able to fill in because that's not my place to know, kind of a thing. Sure, but that and it, it helped me have more empathy uh, for them to be like, okay, maybe where I see like this is rude or uh, you know just a bit of an abrasive person. It's like okay, I think there's also somebody who's going through their own things, yeah, and and has a hard time being vulnerable and that what I know both you and I sort of the big research that we did this week for this is actually a Netflix documentary again yeah yeah Brene Brown Mm -hmm. um and she has a book called uh Daring Greatly yeah and I believe that's what she was pretty much speaking to I have uh it didn't take me about a couple moments to get on Amazon Prime and that book was in my hands with me yeah within 30 seconds not really but I meant to write it down I'm trying to remember what her the special on Netflix was called so I'm looking that up as we speak. Yeah, but so vulnerability um, is both the core of difficult emotions, and I'm reading right from the cover of her book here. Um, vulnerability is the core of difficult emotions like fear, grief, and disappointment. And those are things that are so hard to live with. Fear and grief and disappointment is so hard. and. Mm-hmm. And that's where your vulnerability is the um, comes from there, but it's also the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, empathy, innovation, and creativity. So, in a way, if you're not brave enough to allow yourself to be vulnerable, to be in a position that you are not sure of the outcome, basically, mm-hmm. um, because of fear or loss, grief, yeah, dis- a fear of disappointment you're cutting off so many of those other things that let you live a whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, the life that we would strive for. I speaking for myself, the life I would strive for myself. And, um, it is a, it's a very complicated area of vulnerability, but, yeah. but I don't like it. <laughs> I, I mean, there's some areas now that it is too big of a risk for me. Um, I'm vulnerable. So I'm still keeping my friendship groups kind of small, mm-hmm. keeping, um, you know, um, I have stuck my toe out there a few times and uh, just chatting with, and had some really interesting experiences that lead me to believe I'm not ready to put my heart out there. I mean, it's funny, <laughs> but yeah. not my heart yet. That's, I'm right. still, that's vulnerable. But there are other things, you know, that I am able to take on now better like you know like today and um, yeah. being a little vulnerable um helping helping jan today but um so i think it it comes in time and but uh, but to have it in the front of your head like am i just trying not to be vulnerable is that why i'm avoiding mm-hmm. um this because it cuts us off from good things too yeah um for sure and I, I was just looking up so the the netflix special is called um the call to courage. Awesome. And that's what it, she's talking about is in that whole thing. She's a um, PhD researcher. Yep. Like, uh, 
has done a lot of work, written yeah. books and stuff. Yeah. Um, she shame and yeah. grief and a lot of things. Yeah. But that's what she was talking about, and that resonated with me as well as one of the things that she said in that documentary um, special was that um, you know vulnerability and courage are not two ends of a spectrum. It's not like it, you know. And then one of the things that she said, I think, was yeah. near the end of the the doc the series of thing it was that um you know like for she called people to like like think of an instance where you've seen courage or someone um displaying courage that wasn't in a vulnerable state where there wasn't risk or an uncertain outcome because exactly. that's what call i mean that's what courage is courage is because it's there's nothing courageous about something that you're safe and predictable <laughs> true yeah that's so true um just again from her book right now um, vulnerability is not weakness and the uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure we face every day are not optional. Our only choice is a question of engagement. Our willingness to own and engage with our vulnerability determines the depth of our courage and the clarity of our purpose. The level to which we protect ourselves from being vulnerable is a measure of our fear and disconnection. Yeah. I know. I know. Unquote. Pretty well said. <laughs> I just, I, um, so that again, that's Brene Brown. And, and because you and I were talking about this, it just, it felt like I wanted to look into that. And that I, when I look at that, it's going out and about looking for vulnerability. You can see people in vulnerable positions. Um, this week I <clears throat> did the mammogram thing, which is, you know, what women my age do. But you sit out there, you know, in that waiting room. And you're looking at the faces of people trying not to act vulnerable. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. When you're going in for some kind of a cancer screening, nobody is like, ah, I'm going to rock this. Yeah, I yeah. studied for this test. I right. got it. Um, it is a vulnerable position. Yeah. And yet there you are because the, I, some people skip those kinds of screenings because they can't handle the idea of being that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. Well, heck yes, you do. Right. Of if course you want to know. something you can catch yeah. early. But... But the fear is what holds people back. And um, it, it just felt like those are the things I know because mm-hmm. I can relate to that because I'm sitting in that waiting room with you. But I go to the grocery store and there's a lady pushing the cart by herself and talking on the phone. And it sounds kind of, you know, like a hard conversation. And I don't know her vulnerability. Yeah. So I think it's all around. And if people could paint their sign that says i feel vulnerable right now yeah. wouldn't we all want to treat them like people are treating jam yeah uh, today but they don't wear the sign and then some people are even off-putting because they're so guarded that it makes you want to be back at you yeah i know for sure the okay puppies are now doing the <laughs> growly dance but... they got that morning uh energy going <laughs> But it's all playful if you're concerned. Uh, they, no animals are being hurt. Yes, yeah. we film. Um, that, but that that thing of yeah, and when we see somebody who is put off by vulnerability, yeah, yeah, it makes us want to shut that off as well. Be mm-hmm. like, okay, this is not someone that I can be uh-huh. vulnerable around because they're not. Yeah. Vulnerable. And it made me kind of look into myself. I I'm somebody who I really if I feel something joy sad, anxious, um, depressed, any of those things, I really like to get into it. I like to be like, all right, what is it? Where is this coming from? What's going on here? Um, And it, but I'm noticing that there's a difference between being in tune with what I'm feeling and my emotions and being vulnerable. Because I I can sit and think of like, oh, this is why I feel anxious today and stuff. But that's not correlating to me being in a vulnerable position and that's what I have a hard time with yeah like I mean simple example at at my job I've been there over a year Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like I do a good job and I want a raise and Mm -hmm. I think given enough time they'll call me into an office and be like hey we've talked over this but like in my head I'm like I I feel now like in my head I could have this conversation with my bosses of like I've done this and this I, Mm -hmm. I feel like you know, it's not off the. It's not out of the, the picture to to get a raise right, right now. But that's a vulnerable position to put yourself in because you're opening yourself up to one rejection, sure. Also criticism, yeah. Um, and things to where I'm like, well, even though I trust and really genuinely do like my bosses, <laughs> right. I, I, 
even though I know how I feel and that I don't think it's unreasonable and I think would be met probably positively right? Uh, to put myself in a vulnerable position to say like, hey, I think I'd, I should be getting a little more money, you know, for my right. time here um, is something that I'm very uncomfortable with doing. A lot of people are too. Of I course. Mean, it's, that's, it's, because it's a risk. It's a risk. Uh-huh. And it's a simple one. Um, but not really because it does come back to... You're asking, the question of a raise is also asking, do you think I'm worthy of? Do you think I'm worth more money? And then more money is actually very, uh, you know, important to the bottom line at your house would mm-hmm. be good. So it's a simple question, but it goes deep. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And so, it, and it's hard to, to work on. And something that I thought was interesting and comforting in that uh, Call to Courage uh, Netflix special was um, she was saying that practicing practicing things like gratitude in daily life are things that actually help us uh, be more comfortable in vulnerable situations. Mm-hmm. Like I think I could very well on Monday when I go into work, I could say, I'm just going to do it and I could go upstairs and like feel uncomfortable and anxious and asked. Uh-huh. Um, and that's one way to do it. Or there's baby steps. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, yeah. uh, of just... I don't know, of, of being more, because like gratitude is a, and being grateful for things is a way of expressing your vulnerability. Sure. Is by, you know, even just saying like, um, like I appreciate being in a moment with, with you or mm-hmm. something like that's something where you're like, well, that could be unreciprocated, you know, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. A good way to sort of put your toes in that water of being like, all right, how do I become more vulnerable? Right. And like, you know, just being grateful or yeah. showing gratitude for things that you genuinely are grateful for is a way to, to just get, get started. Yep. Um, but it's it's interesting, and it, it definitely goes hand in hand with the empathy stuff we've been talking about. I think so. Because we talked about it during the empathy episode that it's a two-way street. For someone to be empathetic and to really feel with you there needs to be that uncertainty and like there needs to be that vulnerability because like if I pick up on mm-hmm. your vulnerability, I can feel that. Right. Um, and it really is a two way street yeah. and it's, and with the stress stuff, it's difficult. We don't want to be vulnerable. They brought up again with too with the vulnerability thing is we don't like to feel that. No, it's not a fun feeling. No. And so that's where too, you see, uh, we numb it but right. with TV, with alcohol, with yeah, whatever. And I think sometimes we see it as a weakness, and maybe some folks really have been raised to think of it as um, as a feeling that's bad, and you need to, you know, you get out there and you show them what for, and uh-huh. and it, it's a weakness to feel vulnerable. Whereas, um, I think that it's I think it's not, a, but it is an uncomfortable feeling that doesn't make it a bad feeling yeah and failure is a huge part of that like being vulnerable putting yourself out there and accepting that not only like might you fail but if you just live as a person who puts yourself out there you will experience failure plan on it sure well you that's it it is and that's scary yeah but like i could see because i struggle with that i really do struggle with that um like it's it's interesting too, as I say, where we have a podcast where we talk about our feelings and sure, things I know. We think, where I think that that's vulnerable in a, in a certain state, but like, I don't know. I I it it is a struggle to I don't know to 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 put yourself out there and then feel like okay with maybe being rejected by some people. Mm-hmm. Like it's a I don't know. Well, I know that um, before I retired, I was a administrator of a building and great building great school um but you can't please everybody all the time and so you know that there are people not just not teachers um may probably uh, one or two but no (laughs) but yes including your staff including students including parents including who who do you that are going to sometimes have criticisms of you and say things about you and that they may be saying things that are untrue or unfounded or only with half of the information and um, coming to their own conclusions that, you know, with or without facts, you know, it's just what sometimes what people do. And 
I, I guess in that position, I've, I learned that, uh, although that's not pleasant, that's nothing I have control over either. Yeah. All I can do is keep my compass on North for what my goals are and what, who I am. And then over time, people will see who you are. Um, but she was talking about, you know, the folks in the sort of the peanut gallery who will, if you're vulnerable, if you're out there trying something new, they will be throwing uh, mm-hmm. rotten tomatoes at you and laughing and all that stuff. But she said, and she was right, if they're not in the arena being vulnerable, trying, then they're, what they say doesn't even count. Yeah. They, they aren't brave enough to give it a try, then you know what? Then their opinion you, is kind of void at that it point. It is. It is. And... I, that's one thing I always need to remind myself of. It's true. Is that what others, uh, what I think of me, what my family, what the people I love think of me is so much more important. And those are the, you know, that's the feedback I'll hear and right. listen to. Um, the other will come and go quickly um, and change like the wind. And, Absolutely. And that's cool. But it, it, I can't say that that wasn't without pain throughout my career from time to time. It was very difficult. Yeah, being, I mean, that's got to be, I mean, that in itself is a skill of of figuring out who it is that you, because like, yeah, we say things like, I don't care what anyone thinks. Like, I don't care. I'm just going to live my truth. I don't care what anyone thinks. Right. But it's so not true. It's so not true because we're we, built and wired to be connected We're social to creatures. We're, yeah. we, but we need to be connected right. to each other. That's yeah. just how we're, yeah, how yeah. we're hardwired. So you don't like it, then screw you. But, Cut you off. I'm, you're out of here. Yeah. and I, I, That's not but, who I am. No, but we do have to pick and choose who it is that we care about, like, their opinion. Sure. Because it's true. There's people who don't know anything about you who aren't trying the things you're trying or going for the things you're going that are going to have an opinion, mm-hmm. they're just going to do it. And right. we're, I guess that's just how we're also built, is yeah. to, to have opinions. But, but, you know, you and I are both in times of our lives now that are are of great change mm-hmm. and happening quickly, really. And it, it feels like quickly, and then it feels like, like iceberg glacially slow sometimes, <laughs> yeah, too. No. But, but we have to, you know, acknowledge... But only let others' opinions go so deep because we have to, like you're saying, live our truth and and figure it out as we go. Mm-hmm. But I, and I truly value the opinion of mm-hmm. there's people that I, like in a musical setting. There's like music stuff I like to work on, and so if um, if somebody sends me something that they're they're working on, my friend Mason, mm-hmm. um, he uh, he does music solo, and he'll he'll send me stuff like, "What do you think of this?" Yeah. Um, I'm starting to work on stuff too that I'm excited to send to him, and that's a vulnerable situation. It is. But it's that's he's somebody that in that venue I would care about. Yes, and trust his, his, and trust his like criticism. If he was like, I don't know if I really feel this or yeah. like whatever, I would just I would value that. Right. But if I were to make music on my own, put it out, and just somebody who who maybe isn't in in that same tune was like, I don't like this. That to me, I'm like, well, that doesn't bother me necessarily yeah. yeah because it's like i don't you know it picking and choose that's it's difficult though yeah. picking and choosing who you do care about right. like what they think of you yes. in, in your or, you know, and, in your avenue and I you want to be you don't want to be uh, deceiving yourself i mean if you're if i'm a principal and i'm out there doing something super wrong but i'm only surrounding myself with people who say yes 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 you're mm-hmm. awesome and only listen to those people who I know are going to be building me up, then I may be missing something too. You do have to acknowledge that there may be, you, you got to build up, actually maybe sure. in the people around you, you need to build the relationship that you don't have to be nice to mm-hmm. me. I mean, yes, you need to love me and be kind right. and not be rude. Respect each other. Let's do that. But best friends will tell the other friend, you're like, oh God, you got some spinach in your teeth right now. <laughs> yeah. I get you to take care of that. Um, not just let it go. Uh-huh. So, yeah, building your building your group. Yeah, that's something I actually really appreciate um about uh my relationship with Katie is that she is very if I'm if often I get these I get an idea and then I don't let much time lapse between <laughs> that idea forming and then me acting on yes. it. Yes. <laughs> um and she uh, I love that's one of the things I honestly love about her because she'll be like, "Well, you're not thinking about it. You're going for it. That's fun, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I sometimes I need. I know about that about myself is that if there's somebody that I respect and care about, 
who's trying to keep me in check, it's like, okay, that they're not just doing it because it's they're just like someone right like yeah, throwing right the rotten tomatoes the, yeah, at yeah. you. It's like they genuinely want what's best for you. Right. And, and so, they want you to succeed. So right. put put a little thought here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's you know, and I've had my ego like uh you know, I've had to lick my wounds before because sure, it's like we're we're built that way too. Well, but but you, that means you were trying, and, you know. Uh-huh. And, and if you don't try and you don't have to fail, where are you going to be though? Yeah, and to, I, it's really good. I a lot of the life lessons that to, to this point that I have learned that I am so grateful for come from a place where I was wrong. I mean, like even uh, like views of society or sure. like. Any of that stuff, uh, where I feel so much more compassionate and caring now than, you know, when you're when I was younger, things for me were just a little more. I was very self oriented. Yeah. I, I what my story, I was the main character, you know, yeah. and like yeah. Yeah, we all are the yeah. main character. Our story, sure, but like, um, to have this, but uh, to have the you, world could be a little black and white when you're writing your story. Uh, exactly, and then to have, like so many people in my life that I'm so grateful for that have opened my eyes to a lot of the things of like, oh, th- the world doesn't exist to be Matt's story. Right. <laughs> and it's There's so much other stuff going on. Like, you know, that's a, that's a learning process and mm-hmm. stuff, but it's like something so grateful for that you have to, I don't know, be vulnerable enough, I guess, too, to like look into yourself and be like, no, I just, because that's the narrative I'm telling myself yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that's the truth yeah. of the world. Well, and... I I would love to see more people speaking openly about vulnerability. Even on our national stage, it seems that people just want to come out punching and not and there's a fear of of being vulnerable. <clears throat> but I think that that's what connects us to each other. And so it's hard to connect to even our national leaders if it doesn't look like they are connectable. You know, does that make sense? Uh, it makes 100% sense. Oh, okay. Uh, I, uh, I don't know I that the connectable is a word. but <laughs> I feel it, though. But to know that that there have been leaders who have <clears throat> expressed vulnerability doesn't make us a weak nation. You know, I mean, you express yeah. something, you are, um, you're just saying where your fear and disappointment and all that lies. Mm. Um and being aware of it. I don't know. I, I just feel like there's a softer side. Yeah. Well, it seems like when we ignore that, like we were saying, like those things that go into vulnerability, that risk, um, you know, risk of like even social criticism, mm-hmm. risk of any of those things, yeah. it forces us to kind of make hard lines where it's like... Um, I don't know, like religion for one thing, just like there's so many different religions Mm -hmm. and their beliefs and their faiths. And like part of faith is the mystery of it. And Mm -hmm. it's just a belief. But then when you feel cornered or um, that it's not okay to be somewhere where there's just a mystery and faith, then you create these hard lines of like, no, this is the truth. This is what it is. And then, and then you go in the yard and you paint your posters and you end up with, you know, uh I mean, it's, yeah, and then uh, it becomes less of your, like, I don't know, it, it definitely, it becomes... It's less loving. A, a, not like perverted sexually, but a very prefer, a perverted idea yes. of, of what that is. Yeah, yeah, I know. So th- thinking about vulnerability has really, uh, really uh, given me a lot to think about this week and um, and to see it. I just think it's everywhere, and we either see it or it's... It manifests in so many ways, uh-huh. um, and then just being aware of of that. And and you know, I remember when we started the podcast when your dad was more recently um, deceased. <clears throat> I was very vulnerable, even walking out to the mailbox because I just didn't know what letter would be there, yeah, or what bill, or what card, <laughs> or what, it just it took. And it's kind of neat now to look and go look at the courage I had to yeah. go out there every day. Um, to to do that, and I, I think about um, you know people who are criticized, people who are bullied, people who are um, you know. I watched the movie 
um, the green book while I was giving platelets yesterday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, Dr. Shirley was going around the South. He was a black um, musician, mm. deep South, vulnerable everywhere he went. And he was um, actually purposefully doing it to raise the consciousness of our country, mm-hmm. you know, um, highly respected, well, uh, well, anyway, got to see, it was so good, but, mm-hmm. but the fact that every morning you get up knowing that it's going to be a day that I'm going to, I'm going to either be emotionally hit or physically hit or, you know, yeah. spiritually, whatever, knowing that and still doing it high vulnerability and high courage right i mean and there's instances of people who have shown that vulnerability at, who have been killed i mean like yeah, exactly i don't know I, katie and i watched this documentary not that long ago um also on netflix but it was called the two deaths of sam cook the the singer sam cook uh-huh. um so yeah he, he was a a black man mm-hmm. who was a singer beautiful like uh-huh. music i always just loved his music so i was like yeah, i'll see this documentary about him but he was a very, um, for the time, like a very white friendly, like this. He sang these songs that made white families feel like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah. Um, and then as he progressed in his life and his career, he was more inspired by like Dr. King, uh, Muhammad Ali, people who were like, who talked about the struggles of being a black, right. a black person in in the U.S. and stuff. And so like he became a very uh, dangerous person in the eyes of a lot of. Um, white people who were like, well, he's we, already in our homes <laughs> uh, singing these songs. And now he's singing these songs about how like the yeah. change is going to come and, yeah. and stuff. And, uh, and he was killed. I, you know, I mean, th- there's mystery around it. Compelling documentary, the two deaths of Sam. Have to watch that. Um, but like that vulnerability for him to come out and be like, I'm going to speak what's true to me. Right. And put himself in that vulnerable situation like that. Ultimately, you know, the ultimate sacrifice. Thing. Right. But like, is talked about and highly regarded today. And, you know, it's just the, we need people who are that vulnerable and it sucks that there's such a hefty price price there can be. And that it just comes with things that we need to look into ourselves about of like, Mm -hmm. why, why do people get so, um, we get so scared of being vulnerable and it's just, I think it's pushed away from a young age. A lot of times I know I, you know, I know as a, um, I can only speak from like a male yeah. perspective yeah. that um, I dad was never someone who was not approachable about um, emotional things, sure. but he was not someone who was like <clears throat> comfortable, comfortable speaking <laughs> about uh, emotional things. Right. Um, and, but I never, I never grew up having that thing where it's like, boys don't have these emotions. I never right. had that, no, but, but I know a lot of people who did, but it's still even being a boy growing up in America. It's not like you didn't pick up on it. Right. It. Oh, it's yeah. It's not like you were raised in a in a vacuum. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, especially those formative years, you know, sure. you really the 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 fear of like social isolation. Back to like the empathy thing from last week, we talked about where we're talking about that that roots of empathy class, where those like kids to like young teenagers yeah. are in this uh, watching like infants develop to gain sort of an understanding of how their own functionality works mm-hmm. emotionally. Um. That the, I don't even know where I was going with it, but like the the teenage boys, a lot of the times in the class were the ones who were more like, um, involved in the things because it's such, being a teenager in general is such an you want nothing more than just be accepted by your peers. Just I beg <laughs> that's you. That's all yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. And so, a lot of times, and not it's not just a male thing, but that's just the perspective I can sure. see from. But like that, being vulnerable in general is just such a. It, it risks so much social isolation, yeah. Yeah. you know, when it, truthfully evidence would show that it really draws people closer to you when you're vulnerable. But when you're in, a, when you're growing up and it, stuff, it, you'd you rather just that. be a part it, it, of, yes, yes. of something. Yes. Um, and I think that that's a, a cycle uh, that I, that should be examined yeah. and, and opened up a little yeah. bit. And I, I feel like, Maybe it's just because you and I are doing more things to like research this stuff and look into it, but I do feel like it's more talked about now than I remember it being. Agreed. Even a decade ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is cool, and then we need it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's um. 
but I love, uh, you know, I feel like thinking about the topic of vulnerability or the topic of empathy, when you bring it down to what can one person do, quite a lot, really. You know, you mm-hmm. can do quite a lot with just being aware of uh, of the softer emotions that are out there for others and maybe don't always take things how they look, you yeah. know, and uh, when when a person comes in angry or whatever, um, you know, I, nobody likes getting flipped off, you know, when you're driving a I car. I know. Nobody likes that, but I, I more... <laughs> apt now to not go back at him in an, in an aggressive way i'm apt to more think of wow what the heck yeah are you okay right there's like um that was another thing that i thought was super fascinating in that uh brene brown mm-hmm. special was how we're built as humans um we we innately create stories we, it, that makes sense to us as a human that there's a beginning a middle and an end uh-huh. to things. And so a lot of times we get caught up in someone else's middle. And, we, and we're like, well, I don't know, you know, like. So how it looks to me right? is. So like, and I'm guilty of it as anyone being like, oh, that person is going to just live a sad life acting that way. Yeah. Or like, that something bad must have happened to yeah. that person. Because yeah. we're so quick to be like, what made them this yeah. way? Or like, yeah. how and is it's this. it's a character flaw. Uh-huh. They are a psychopath. <laughs> how is how is this behavior going to affect them going down the line too we, we do that instead of just uh yeah. taking that moment to be like not my world they're in a they're in their world right right you know but we i you know i've been flipped off and i've 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 put up a bird or two in my life and i'm not happy yeah. to say it but it's did happened. it help did it feel better in the moment in the moment maybe so in the moment it felt vindicating uh, i love the story though she's telling in this um the show that we watched that um it, it, it the vulnerability you actually feel with your spouse, your significant other is probably more heightened than with anybody oh, because yeah. they know you so well and you have so much invested in them, right? In each other, right? And how a misunderstanding um, can crush you, mm-hmm. and you know, a couple that is not willing to be vulnerable and, and talk about. What is that? You know, being prepared to hear, I want to leave you when it's like, I just wanted to go I'm to the store. I'm just having a moment. Yeah. 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 Um, but the vulnerability, the willingness to not know how this conversation is going to turn out um, is is huge. And I know that um, with your dad and I, those, there weren't tons of conversations where we each were vulnerable and coming to it in equally vulnerable ways but when there were when we did they were great talks mm-hmm. they were those kind of things that that re-solidify a relationship that when you can be vulnerable and the other person hears you yeah it just kind of fills your it your is. cup up with like trust and yeah. And it doesn't mean, okay, you get, I mean, we're having a disagreement and, and I concede you're the best or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. It's not that. It's not even about that. It's it's about reconnection. And yeah. that doesn't happen if you're not vulnerable. And like, it's nice to be assured that I can open myself up to you, you know, but know that I'm not going to be resented or hated for it, but exactly. I can speak what I'm feeling and know that I can trust that however it goes, like you'll still be there. Yeah, exactly. And I think that for folks that are having difficulty with vulnerability, you need to look at yourself and kind of do some work on yourself a little bit. What is it? What is, what's my fear around this? What is my, what is the reason I would rather disconnect from that person than have a conversation? Right. Or it's like if I'm creating this bubble of safety around me where I'm avoiding uh, risky conversations yeah. like is that giving me enough of a quality of life that I'm okay with because yeah. like that's what I struggle with like there's uncomfortable conversations in my life that I know I need to have um, that I'm like well if I just what if I never have them yeah will I be okay and in my head I'm like you'll be fine yeah <laughs> but well, but what am I leaving on the table by right. not having those yes. conversations and I guess that that is the um where will I invest my vulnerability? And then where am I going to say, I'm good, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, and that's okay, too. Right. But I think just being aware 
of you mm-hmm. through it and learning about you through it is it's a it's a, a fight worth worth going for to sort of explore yeah. that that aspect of your personality I don't think you can go after everything or people would start avoiding wanting to see you I mean yeah yeah right you know what I mean it's there, like, oh, a, I, I agree that there, I think there's, there's such a thing as being too bold perhaps <laughs> but uh, well or everything having equal value of we need to talk about why we're buying one percent milk not two <laughs> yeah. no we need to have that yeah, talk there's some things we can let <laughs> or but if it is that big a deal yeah but don't make everything that big a deal absolutely so vulnerability has been um, I think it was a good topic this week I agree and there's more to it than I thought yeah and and the, what it truly means to be vulnerable to me it, it hit something in me where I'm like that is for me a key to unlock uh, that just an, a, a more fulfilling like just purposeful life yes, is, it is. By, is by being uncomfortable and I know like when I we talked about the beginning of the year we set our big year goals and I has to go out of my comfort zone and I think even just now kind of think I was like I I feel like that entails more of like not not just like applying for school comfort but, but like looking at myself and being like where you know where to, where to be more um vulnerable mm-hmm. and, and brave in that situ in yeah. that sense because it really does go hand in hand if you can't truly do something that is courageous to you and whatever personal victories without opening yourself up to being okay with with failing and yeah. honestly probably b- being okay with failing comes with de- with failing a couple times sure and you're like all right well the, I, the I sun did still that. comes up tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that sucked yeah <laughs> but what did I learn right because even in failure, Failure is not without um, learning, mm-hmm. so I don't even think you can completely fail. But you can say, "I, I sure did come across some things that uh, yeah I can work on." Yeah, um, totally. Uh, I learned the... a lot of things <laughs> I can work on with that you know, that idea there. But yeah, I, one of the uh, the other stories she said in the thing was um, that uh, uh, that I, I didn't really consider too as being. Like, like in relationships with people, like pe- someone saying like, I love you first, like that's terrifying. Yeah. Like there's, there's so many, um, just like things that, you know, but they're so worth doing if mm-hmm. it works out or if it doesn't work out. Like, you know, everyone's been people, you know, in a relationship that didn't work out that you were in love yeah. and it, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's, well, I don't know. It is. Is it better to have loved and lost than never have loved at all? Or is it? Like, I think so. I well, I do too. Just even to to say I put myself out there, like I, I had that sort of sense of courage. Exactly, and um, yeah, taking care of taking care of ourselves, being aware of ourselves. Humans are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I, I know, and it seems like, oh, I don't know. It just it seems like being a, a person. On paper, it's such a fun game <laughs> to be like, oh, look at all these it. chances I could take. I know. That's it. why we love playing games like The Sims. Yeah, I know. Me too. Because it's like you can, I can make them do anything. I know some of the cheat codes just to, uh-huh. so I don't even, I can avoid vulnerability. Yeah, <laughs> right. I need a cheat code. And it's hard. It's hard in real life. And I, I admire greatly people who can, uh, or who have put in that work. Because I don't think, I think it, it takes the work to, uh, to be, for people who are vulnerable. Yeah. And I mean, again, some of the people I work with who I notice who are vulnerable and, and say things without, uh, regardless of if somebody's going to be like, that's like dumb. Mm-hmm. Two people actually that I work with that I'm really excited about are, we throw away a lot of plastic at my job and they, these two people are really pushing to, um, find ways cause Idaho is not at the top of the list of of best recycling yes. states in the state yeah. in the in the US. Um, but they're they're really doing stuff like to to put uh, things in place at our job that we can recycle more. Oh, that's a good idea. And I I love it, but it's yeah. one of those things too where that takes courage to be like go to the bosses and say, "Hey, we got I I, I made these phone calls like on my personal mm-hmm. time about this thing." Like and I, that's something I I really admire. And yeah. I see that and like that's inspiring to yeah. me to be like that's 
that takes guts to and like a willingness to put your time into something. Right. But that's so worthwhile in my yeah. opinion for there. And I think too, as um, as I grew older and I was involved um, in more conversations that I could be vulnerable. And the the worst is, you know, you're gonna by opening up this conversation, you're gonna make somebody else vulnerable. Um, that they're unaware that here I come, but I'm going to make you vulnerable. Uh-huh. Um, but you learn vocabulary that's actually kinder than it. But um, so it's it's not exactly what you're saying. If you went in and said, you know, what? this place really is embarrassing how we don't recycle. Or yeah, we have found some things that we could do to, you know, be a greener company. Um, yeah. There are just ways to say things to, to make others more open to uh, that their right. vulner- as their vulnerability comes up they're also you're kind of laying a they're safety still connected net. yeah with you, um rather than you have just because yeah because shame is a very powerful tool oh, to go goodness. in and be like what is your guys problem with throwing away all this have plastic you ever, have you ever yeah whose whose reaction is going to be anything but get out of my face <laughs> right like don't exactly. come at me like that exactly um so yeah to to work on ourselves to be like how do i approach vulnerable subjects in a way that's not going to be uh, something where it comes across as, as shaming somebody exactly. or, or or doing that, and it's it's a definitely a process. I yeah. mean, it's it's something that takes work. But I, I again, I, I mean, I definitely think it's something worth pursuing. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying to be somebody who's more vulnerable because I do think there's great benefits to yes. it. Yes, and what you're saying is I'm gonna be a guy that's gonna be more courageous. Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Well, or being, <laughs> yeah. or not, but whatever. I know, but it's, you know, it's, I don't know. And this is just stuff that I think is interesting. I, I've had people talk to me about the podcast that we do mm-hmm. um, and saying that how cool they think that is, that this is a vulnerable, like it's a vulnerable hour that we share every week. It is. Um, and, but that's, I don't know. To me, that's, it just seems like. To me, it feels um, vulnerable if I think about who's hearing it yeah. you know what I mean because I don't know them maybe. I guess we haven't got a ton of negative feedback yet so I don't know. well I don't read it yeah. <laughs> don't but um yeah but I think I don't feel vulnerable with you Matt because I love you I trust you I respect you uh, I think you're amazing you have really deep insights I learn from you um you know, I know I'm your mom, but I'm also a person who's kind of your fan. You know, does that <laughs> well, make I feel, sense? I 100% so, feel the same way about you. Yeah. 100%. Like, I love and trust you to a point where with this podcast, it doesn't feel like something that's it like a risk. doesn't feel vulnerable except for, are the dogs going to Because I know even, I, yeah, because this is, I guess, a little cheesy or whatever, but I feel like even if everybody was like, this is a stupid thing, it's like, no, I'm excited that I get to do this with my, my mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I think this exactly. is really cool. I had a friend tell me this week, she said, I don't think you know how many people you help. I think wow. I um I'm honored that I mean honestly that people um take time, their time, which is a precious commodity. Right, absolutely. To take their time to listen to you and I um is such an honor. Oh, and seriously. I I I can't even um I I don't even spend too much time thinking about it cuz it's like I'm not worthy <laughs> know, of right, that because for sure, for sure. And I mean, it's not just lip service when we say it every week that this is, it's seriously so awesome to us when, when, when you guys reach out to us uh, with your own stories um, or just uh, advice, any any sort of thing that you've gone through because it really does, that sense of communal, um, I don't know, that community that feels like that's catching you when you are vulnerable right. is so cool. And if we can be that for somebody... That is amazing, and when it's reciprocated back, um, it's so cool. Yeah. So I had, um, you know, started. We've started. I've started broaching. It's a vulnerable topic uh, with my, um, with the girls. You know, with with Katie, with Sam's wife, mm-hmm. with Eric's wife, having a show where they all come together. Yeah, definitely. To discuss how they supported you boys through the um, your dad's illness through his death through the service time through yeah. and today because 
it's not a journey that ended the day that your dad was buried. No, in a lot of senses, a lot of the work started there. Right, and but the vulnerability of of this is, it it cannot have been a pleasant, easy journey for any of the girls who surrounded you boys with love it couldn't it wasn't all roses and happy times because there were probably times where it's like yeah but honey you got to take out the garbage right right, right? yeah i, mean, I can and, say for myself for sure <laughs> and and i know that none of the girls would want to talk and come off like some kind of an ogre you know um yeah. eric that um his his wife natalie um they when they first met i mean first really started dating was the very same time your dad was diagnosed yeah um uh, with can- that his cancer had come back that it was stage four that this was going to be a, a very difficult time so the whole time she knew our family this we were has been going in on. it yeah. we were all in so how does a girl come in not knowing any of us really and then support but she did i mean yeah. my goodness she's great um katie she's Oh, 100%. Lovely. 100%. She's a great and honest person. Jessica, you know, through through this, you know, she's a new mom, job changes, husband, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's been a journey. And, and so anyway, we're in the works of seeing if the girls yeah, have would an episode want to that talk way. I think that's a f- about, I love that. Uh, how they supported you boys. I love the idea myself. Oh, I do too. And, but I feel like, boy, how vulnerable are these? I don't want them to, I right. don't want them to, to do this you know, to be vulnerable. I want to protect them. But again, if by, in my protection and say, oh, I don't really want you to have to get up and do that, uh, then I'm not even allowing them the positives of connection and growth and yeah. and all that. So. Oh, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, definitely look look for that in the future. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seriously, I, I, uh, I personally am so honored that I get to do this with you, Mom, every week. I really do love getting to to catch up with you. I feel the same way. And it and it is seriously so cool that we get to share this with people who have yeah. been so responsive and so kind. And we just really. seriously appreciate that so much. Yeah. Yes. Well, have we thought about? Do you want to stick with the vulnerability one more week? Do you want to move on to something? Yeah. How about how about we keep to this real quick? Let's talk a little bit more. Maybe a little more of the courageous side of vulnerability next okay. week. We'll, we'll kind of put a little more triumphant uh, yeah. exclamation <gasps> point on it. I think that would deserve co- some kind of music. <laughs> I, I, I will get some kind of uh, triumphant yeah, music. We'll get, we'll get a, yeah, we'll get something going. <laughs> I, I think that so we'll talk a little more maybe about courage and stuff next yeah. week. That sounds great. That sounds great. Awesome. And folks, if there's something that... Uh, that you would like like for for us to talk about, please let us know. Yeah, you can we, reach us at dealingwithitpod yeah. at gmail.com. Seriously, we we will we encourage any and all uh, f- feedback. I mean, to a, to a point, we'll let you know. But like, uh, <laughs> we will tell you with all kindness as you are. <laughs> yeah. We'll understand how vulnerable you are. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, please. Yeah, we're at dealingwithitpod at gmail.com. Um, dealing with it we're on facebook instagram twitter um and maybe you know i'm thinking too that uh as as you're hearing this maybe you're thinking of a person who has a story and as we are going to be moving into a studio we're not going to have to ask them to come here to my house and sit in my bedroom um you know we could probably include some more voices and more stories and more perspectives and maybe you would um say you would be willing to tell your story or nominate a person mm-hmm. that we could contact um, because dealing with it isn't um, it, it's a big community it's a, yeah. all, all of us really yeah. and 100% that's, a, that's something that we have talked about is wanting to have more um, outside people on the show to, to talk about um, different experiences because we have our scope um, but like you're saying, things that people deal with in the world is such a large scope. Yeah. And so, yeah, if there's anybody that you think um, has a story that they would want to share, or if you have a story yourself that you want to share, please get a hold of us. We would actually love to, to just invite you We visit you with here. you about that and, yeah, and we, see what we can do. Uh, we're working on uh, the other podcast I do, The Genuine Wrestle Boys. Um, if you're a professional wrestling fan, check it out. If you want to hear me cuss a lot more than I do on this show. <gasps> hey, uh, but I'm there. going to a wrestling event with you guys in a few weeks. That's true. And you, I, and will I be have an been invited guest 
to be on the Wrestle Boys. To be Boys. on the Genuine Wrestle Boys. Is that going to, are you going to change that title to Genuine Wrestle Boys and One Mom? And One Genuine Wrestle Mom. <laughs> um, I, uh, but yeah, we would love, seriously, we want to have more people on the show. We want to keep, um, we, this to be an inclusive and uh, safe environment. Exactly. Always. Yeah. And yeah, so thank you again every week. It's just so cool that we get to share this with you yeah. guys and... Um, all right. Well, yeah. wish me well today, and and you will also be coming up to the service. Yeah, we're gonna be, a bit, we're gonna so. go get our funeral on. Uh, yay! <laughs> and yay. until next week, we'll all keep dealing, dealing with, with it. it.